Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. I am joined again by Northern football coach Jerome Sowers. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Mitch. Thank you. Of course, of course. So you're coming into year two at Northern. And um, what is the difference for you, you know, from last year to this year that you've seen so far? I think, you know, I think as coaches, we, we had to learn, you know, what uh, NEIA football is all about and, and uh, what the Frontier Conference is about. And and, uh, and then, you know, gear a team, you know, try to acquire the kind of personnel that are going to uphold the values of our program. So really the last 18 months have kept us busy, um, you know, kind of re- retooling the team chemistry and, you know, the way that we function, you know, on and off campus. And, uh, you know, off campus, uh, the guys did a great job. The things that take time are going to be, you know, the recruiting, the development, uh, you know, the, the kind of team synergy you're trying to create to to put on a better product, you know, a better show on Saturday. For sure. So you were talking to me a little bit before this about the numbers that you have on your team this year. And talk to me about how you did that, because you basically doubled your team from what you had last year to what you have going into this year. So what was that like for you and how did you do that? Well, it's, it's different recruiting at the NAI level. I mean, I'm not saying you're at the far end of the trough, but you're kind of on the far end of the trough. So you can do a lot of recruiting, but you don't know really until the dust settles, you know, from the bigger schools and, and guys figure out, Hey, you know, this is a good level for me to play. And, and it's a, so it becomes a little bit of a supply and demand. There's always more athletes than there are opportunities. So it's just beating the bush to get out there to find those guys and, make sure that we're not just adding anybody, but, you know, the right kind of guy. It's been important that they, you know, come in with strong values and support, you know, not just athletic prowess and excellence, but as students and as as citizens of this community. So it's a, uh, I think we've made great strides, you know, and and I think when you do uh, intrinsically with your program, uh, you know, the external part, you know, the wins come with it. And uh, so we're just focused on, on learning great work habits and, and learning how to do things the right way, you know, everything from the weight room and lifting to, you know, the any any kind of drill work they're doing to train their feet, and and uh, you know we 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 intend to be a player run team, and the leadership has really stepped up and taken ownership of that, and and that excites me. They really care and they want to do something with us. That's awesome. So, you know, I've noticed as I followed you guys on social media, that your team really puts an emphasis on being a part of the Haver community. So as a coach, what has it been like for you to see your student athletes really embrace Haver and really be a part of the community? Well, you know, there's always going to be a relationship between the football team and a program and the community. Why? Because it's a big sport. They're big people. They're very noticeable, uh, you know, in, in a town of Haver that 
becomes uh, very obvious what that relationship looks like. So it was one of our goals to to create a positive relationship. So, you know, we've done, you know, dozens of, of outreach, uh, you know, uh, projects to help local citizens at no cost, you know, just a volunteer time. And, and it's, you know, really learning. That's how the Havoc community works. People take care of each other. And so to get our guys involved with that kind of a, a culture, that kind of a community is rewarding for both sides. I don't think the community knows just, you know, the, the quality of and caliber of, of student athletes that we're bringing in and, and those uh, in turn, you know, have sometimes people don't, you know, like the way it looks. It's too small of a town and whatnot, but the people are absolutely wonderful. And, uh, and that's really the treasure, you know, the high line of the people. So I, I've enjoyed it personally. My staff has enjoyed this, this challenge and we're building a team that I think will fit into the community and represent, you know, the high line culture. Uh, you know, with a, with a kind of toughness and, and uh, you know, the, the go about your business kind of attitude they have around here. For sure. So you have kind of, you kind of have built a team from the ground up, I'm going to say, with last year and this year. And so what improvements do you hope to see in year two from year one? Well, we, you know, we want to see the offensive line that, that you know, that played last year to be a year better. You know, that's in the weight room, that's in their technique, that's in their confidence, it's learning to play the game. And that's a complicated position, particularly in this conference. So we've added, you know, another half dozen guys to our offensive line list and and getting those guys, you know, prepared to play is going to take us some time. But I think that's the biggest, uh, you know, uh, challenge of our team is getting an offensive line that's cohesive and consistent. And, you know, we can run the football and buy time to throw. And so, you know, that's uh, an area that you know we were were, were really uh, undermanned in depth and and in experience and and all you can do is just add guys and keep developing and that's what we're doing for sure. So the frontier is actually kind of expanding a little bit and they're adding at least one school that I know of in your old stomping grounds of Arizona. So how cool will that be for you to be able to? I know it's not in Flagstaff, but have kind of a homecoming for to Arizona when you play them. Well, as many as many trips as I've made down to Phoenix when I was in Flagstaff, it's it's like a second home. So you're used to it, and and it'll be warm, but uh, you know it's warm up here too. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm excited to get down. There. You know, my my uh, my uh, my daughters are still living in Arizona, and there's a lot of people that I you know was dear friends with that will be fun to get caught up with. But we're there on a business trip. And we're there to take care of you know things that, that, that are on our schedule and that's first, but certainly it'll be a, you know, it'll be a great trip. For sure. So, you know, having last year be your first year in the um, frontier, what did you learn, you know, just from the landscape of the frontier conference with the travel and things like that? Well, you know, my experience as division coach, we had, we had roster limits, and you had to stay, you know, 100 to 110 in that area. Gender equity, Title IX, those kinds of things, you know, applied. So your roster was restricted. And in this conference, you know, a lot of the schools will greatly exceed 130 on the roster. So there's a lot of Montana uh, student athletes that go to schools with large rosters. Ours is not. And I think that, you know, that presented a depth problem for us. And Certainly, that's where your future players want to develop. So, 
we played against a lot of 23, 24 year old COVID players that were, you know, you know, they look old enough to be coaches themselves. And uh, <laughs> so we have a lot of respect for, you know, the, the development of the programs that have been consistently winning, you know, the Carroll's and, you know, the uh, Montana Western tech and college vital has always been competitive and Rocky has really, you know, surged here and there. They've been really shown, uh, you know, an upstart and, and Eastern Oregon is going to be improved as Southern Oregon has a, you know, a new, a new staff. And so there'll be a, you know, it, it's a changing landscape. Uh, one's very challenging, no easy games on it. I'm sure everybody looks at us as, as that, but you know, we, we intend to be better than we were last year. Much better. For sure. That's awesome. Um, So, you know, for kids that are in Montana that um may not get looks from MSU and U of M, um, what is your pitch for them for the Frontier Conference and specifically Northern? Well, it's an opportunity to play. I mean, you go to some of these schools with a swollen roster and you'll get in line with six other guys and, and wonder when you know why you're not getting any reps. We have to make that an advantage because you can come here and you know you can be in the two D pretty quickly. And, and so you're automatically getting reps and you're gonna play more. I think the, the educational opportunity here is one of the best kept secrets in the state of Montana and what they're doing for degrees where people can leave here and go make money and run business and, and to apply their skills to, to feed themselves and their families. So I, I think it's a wonderful, the community is, is, is outstanding. You know, some of the greatest, finest people I've met uh, literally live in Haver, Montana. So being back here among that and, you know, building a team that they, they could be proud of, you know, it's got to play in the cold. It's got to play in the wind, you know, but Highline people don't even blink at that stuff. So, so we're, we're going to build a team that has that kind of personality. That's what something I'm really excited about. That's awesome. So one last fun question for you. Last year when I interviewed you, you had an office dog. How has she adjusted to have her? <laughs> it's, it's a he, that's Sam. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. Oh, he, uh, He's got a girlfriend, you know, a little black lab, she, or a chocolate lab, and and uh, he spends time with her, and, and uh, he loves living on the ranch and, you know, and chasing birds and prowling around. It's uh, It's been a great experience for us both, Mitch. You know, we're, we're honestly having the time of our lives right now. That's awesome. Well, hey, Coach, I uh, I don't want to keep you too long today, but um, I want to thank you for coming on and, you know, wish you the best of luck in your second season in Haver. Thank you, Mitch. Always a good. It's always a pleasure talking to you. You too. Have a great day. You too. Thanks, Mitch. I think he's sick. Oh shoot! Hey guys, Mitch here with Wide Left Sports, and do I have a company I would love to highlight for you? It's called Big Sky Customs. They make lifelike figurines of your playing days, which I think is awesome because every single person, once they're done with their playing days, they miss it. And um, how cool would it be to have a lifelike figurine to commemorate that? And I mean, Rob goes down to the very minute details about it. It's awesome. And the best part is it's out of Montana. Um, so yeah, if you want to get one ordered, just go to his Facebook page, Big Sky Customs and start a conversation with him about it. And hopefully you enjoy your lifelike figurine from Big Sky Customs. <laughs>